It's Friday. That means it is time to look back on a week's worth of Houston news. I am here with Rafa Fariha, who's a filmmaker, and Farrell Gibbs, who's our CityCast Houston producer. It is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. I'm Lucy Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Rafa, Farrell, are y'all ready to talk about the week? Yeah. We are. All right. Rafa, what do you think the biggest story for Houston was this week? So the Houston City Council approved an ordinance on Wednesday requiring security cameras to be installed outside specific businesses. So I thought that would be an interesting topic to talk about. Um, They specifically wanted um, cameras to be installed outside of bars, nightclubs, um, convenience stores, game rooms, and like sexually oriented businesses. So they did this in hopes of hopefully preventing crime in the future, or if there's something that happens, they can keep an eye out and help find the person. And I think this is really important, especially because of the increase in crime and gun violence in the city lately, and like across the country in general. Yeah. Do people have privacy concerns? Yeah. About definitely. that? Definitely. So there was a vote that happened um, for the ordinance, and it was like a 15 to 1 vote. And the one person that voted against it um, was Councilmember Mike Knox. And his concern was that this would be a violation of the Fourth Amendment and that he thought it would be in- unconstitutional because of privacy. Oh, wow. Okay. So now, this, does the city have access to those cameras? Can the Houston police look through them? I believe or so. Is it just that the. Okay. I guess you need to worry if you're parking outside a sexually oriented business that somebody could check yeah, on you. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> and also they are going to flag yeah. down anybody that's loitering around and looks a little suspicious. And I'm not sure how much the fine is, but they can be fined if they are caught doing something or just have no reason to be there. Farrell, what do you think the big story of the week is? Well, the Texas school system's hemorrhaging teachers uh, oh. It has just splashed across the news this week. You you even covered it in your Wednesday newsletter, but teachers just quitting in droves and doing so, even though it means that they will lose their certification if they quit before a certain period of time. But I, I read some of the reasons why this seems to be such a bleak and discouraging time for them. And it's it's low pay, a salary that hasn't been updated in about 10 years or so. And then added on top of that, there's a newly required course, uh, 60 to 120 hours long, called the Reading Academies, which is said to have burdened them even more. And then... Um, oh, so this is one of those things that teachers are required to take, and yet they're probably not paid for it. Right, right. And then oh, they lovely. have to do that to keep their jobs. And then on top of that, uh, there's sort of a burnout that is described from switching from virtual to in-class to virtual over the past couple of years. So... I got to thinking about it this morning, you know, that airline attendants in the crossfire of masking versus non-masking passengers, how much they've witnessed and experienced over the course of the pandemic and this week. Well, if you think about that, what have teachers experienced since 2020 uh, in terms of a tug of war over policies and being on site and being virtual, all of this. So it's it's really sad. It's really a discouraging piece of news. Hi. All right. So. The story that I'm kind of riveted by is like this latest development in something that started in 2020. So right before the 2020 election, um, Stephen Hotze, who is this 
far-right Republican activist hired more than a dozen private eyes to go out and like hunt for Democratic voter fraud in Harris County. And back then, this like sort of fishing expedition peaked when one of those investigators, this sort of disgraced former Houston police captain, a guy named Mark Aguirre, like had been trailing this air conditioning repair truck for days. And finally, he slammed his black SUV into it. And he leaped in with his gun and pulled out the driver, an air conditioning repairman, and was holding the gun on this guy when the cops showed up. Um, and one of Aguirre's associates was inside the van. They believed that they were going to find 750,000 fraudulent ballots um, that Democrats were somehow planning to use in the election. And there weren't any ballots in the truck. The poor air conditioning repairman was terrified. He knew nothing about what was going on. And so finally, uh, this week, a Harris County grand jury indicted Hotze, the guy who had bankrolled this whole escapade. And they're charging both him and Aguirre with unlawful restraint and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Rafa, what do you think was a story that should have gotten more attention this week? Um, I think the story that should have gotten more attention was Simone Biles' new athletic line for teenagers. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> she yeah. teamed up with Athleta, and she has like a collaboration with Athleta Girl, which includes like activewear and athleisure for girls like 6 to 12. But on their website, they actually have things for people probably our age, but maybe a little more petite. Um, so maybe I could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're they like... So you have to be sort of Simone Biles kind size, of. You know, the world's greatest gymnast Pretty much. Size. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, there's like a lot of options on the website. It's a limited edition too, so don't wait too long to shop. I feel like she's like really into activism these days, but like she's making her way into the fashion industry slowly. So that's really cool that she's branching out a little bit. Um, so she's got... So she's not just the world's greatest no, gymnast anymore. No, no. <laughs> so she's got really cute outfits with yeah. floral prints and like pastels, very spring um, type of collections and a lot of monochrome going on. So yeah, I'm really excited for a lot of girls to start shopping here for their athleisure and their gym duffel bags and whatnot. Yeah. And that idea that girls, you know, are athletes. I think that's one of the things Simone Biles is really great at just representing to the exactly. world. And the fact that she's from Houston helps out a lot too. Like she's done so much for her community. And um, I actually interviewed her a couple years ago when she was doing like a charity at Mattress Firm too. So she's given back a lot to her community. I love her. Cool. You interviewed her. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Farrell, what have you got? What, what do you think should have gotten more attention? Well, this, this week seems to be pretty key in Ukraine. And since the start of this, we have seen stories of Houstonians helping out, but it seemed to intensify this week. Volunteers like Crowdsource Rescue, which is a team that formed during Harvey, went over there and started passing out medical supplies. And they reported back and said, actually, that the Ukrainians understand the word Texas and that they, 
<laughs> they lit up. And it means something good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. They're All right. cheering them on. Go Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you've got Texas Children's doing a donation drive this week. There's a story of a Houston woman who took it upon herself to raise $10,000 in 250 pounds of supplies, flew to Warsaw and handed it out to Ukrainian refugees. And on top of all of that, it's being projected that Houston is uh, could take in more Ukrainian refugee families than any other city in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, that is going to continue being a big story. The story that I really think is the biggest is about NASA's future. Every 10 years or so, NASA asks this panel of scientists to sort of suggest what it ought to focus on coming up. And Tuesday, the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine released this once in a decade survey of a lot of the nation's top scientists. The things that they say it should focus on are, uh, first off, going to Uranus. They just think that there's fascinating stuff to be found out there. And if NASA agrees, we might be launching a great big thing in 2031. And it would take 13 years to get out there Hmm. to Uranus. I did see something in the news about them sending a probe, but I didn't know exactly what their interest in Uranus would be. Why, um, why Uranus? (laughs) (laughs) Middle schoolers all over are going to love this mission. (laughs) Just let it be, Uh, let it be known. You laughed first. It was not me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so if they send it, and this is, you know, far, far from a done deal, it would be to find out what is going on with those ice giant planets out at the edges of the solar system Uh. with Uranus and Neptune, because we really don't know much about those. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Rafa, what has been your moment of joy this week? What is making you happy? Okay, so the weather's been a little gloomy in Houston this week, but I'm really excited for it to start warming up a little bit more and being more sunny and being able to go to the Big Rivers Water Park in New Caney. Um, There's a huge water park and they also have um, an aerial um, zip lining attraction over there. So I'm really excited to do that this summer. And I learned that um, they're opening up their water park starting May 28th. So that's coming up pretty soon. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. They've got like multiple tiers of obstacles for their zip lines. And they also have like a big wave park. They've got this ginormous coiling slide that plummets over six stories. So that sounds like a great summer trip. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Farrell, what about you? What's making you happy? Well, I know you've, you've heard me a lot off mic talking about my friend Abe Partridge. He is going to be playing a show on Tuesday night at the Mucky Duck. He's on tour uh, through Texas. Do you know the Mucky Duck? Oh, yeah. I love the Mucky Duck. Okay, yeah. Well, so do I. And that's why it's, this is so such a cool thing. But he is an ex-fundamental Baptist preacher. And he claims that when he was preaching in Middlesboro, <laughs> Kentucky and failing miserably at it, he snuck away because this was against the church rules because of this music. And he started listening to Towns Van Zant, And uh, he heard a song called Waiting Around to Die. And he woke, it woke him up and he said, hey, I'm just waiting around to die too. So he went and bought some paintbrushes and started painting and broke out his guitar. And now he's going to be playing the Mucky Duck 
on Tuesday night at seven o'clock and I'm really excited to go eat fish and chips and get sung to by my friend from Alabama. What does he sing about? He likes to sing songs about rednecks uh, in trailer parks who go to war against aliens who land and try and, you know, probe them. And uh, <laughs> and those are the kind of songs he sings. He's really charming. He's a lot of fun. And he's, he's, he's a great person. So I'm excited to go hear him. The thing that made me happy in the past week was seeing Lizzo on Saturday Night Live. Lizzo oh, yeah. grew up here in Houston. She was both the host and the guest on Saturday Night Live, and she was funny. <laughs> and she was out there with those big girl dancers having a great time. Uh, she was joking about the rumors that she has dated every little white boy in Hollywood. <laughs> and she name-checked Bissonette as a street she was driving down in one of her songs. And it just warmed my little Houstonian heart <laughs> to see her out there representing us so well. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's it for today. So thank both of y'all for doing this. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Lisa, as always. That is it for today here on CityCast Houston. But before you go, we'd like to ask for your help. You know how you always hear people say, it's the people who make Houston so great. What exactly does that mean? Who is a person who makes Houston great? And why? Please, if you've got thoughts on this, call our voicemail, 713-489-6972. We would be really grateful. Our lead producer is Dina Kesba. Our producer is Farrell Gibbs. And our newsletter writer and host, that's me, Lisa Gray. Music is by our producer, Farrell Gibbs, and his band, All the Kimonos. We will be back on Monday. Bye. They need to change the name yeah. of that planet to Uranus, and then it would solve all the issues. <laughs> <laughs>